Hello and how are you? This is Alice talking with you from Total Health Academy where we talk about all things Total Health. Um, we are still continuing on talking about drugs, the most commonly used drugs in the world. So far we have done 15 of them. So if you want to, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have access to all everything on my podcast. So if you want to hear about the other 15 drugs that are commonly used in the world, um, you can just look them up. They will be in order. And uh, so we are going to talk about drug number 15 today. So drug number 15 is actually a pain killer. (laughs) We call them painkillers, but it's a pain medication. This is hydrocodone. So hydrocodone is a combination drug of uh, Tylenol or acetaminophen or paracetamol. Some countries call it paracetamol. And oxycodone. Oxycodone is an opioid opioid drug. Um, Very effective when it comes to pain control. And so this is where the problem is actually. This drug is good for acute pain. Say maybe you had um, a surgical procedure done and you are in severe pain. This drug is, is good to use for a couple of days. But if you're using it for long-term chronic pain, mm, it's not the best and uh, it's not going to do you well. So chronic, first of all, chronic pain is abnormal. I know most people live with pain, But that's not normal, and that's not biological in nature. So we are not supposed to live in chronic pain, even though some people do. And this is why I'm actually making the podcast. So if you live with chronic pain, possible um, you have maybe arthritis, rheumatoid, um, other types of arthritis, and you feel that this drug helps you with pain control, um, it is not the best thing to use for that. The best thing is to deal with the root cause of your pain. And this is where I can help you. That's why I love making this podcast. Deal with the root cause and get rid of the pain. But now for acute uh, surgical procedures or acute um, injuries, like they have to be severe. Because for most injuries, you can just use a less... Um, uh, a, a pain medication that's not too strong. You, you know, even plain Tylenol will be effective. Advil, ibuprofen, those kind of um, drugs are very effective with acute pain. But now if the pain is too severe, now the doctor can give you uh, hydrocodone for like two or three days. After the third day, the pain should start getting better because, you know, our bodies can recover and uh, mostly for acute pain, uh, even after a surgical procedure, a broken leg, um, most people heal within three months. So if you're taking this medication for more than three months, uh, you are on the wrong path. As a matter of fact, you shouldn't even take it for that long. One week, seven days is the max that I recommend for this drug because it has a black box warning 
and the black box warning says it's, it's it can be addictive and it has been known to cause addiction you know people get hooked on it and they don't want to stop many people have gotten in a lot of trouble because if you get addicted to this drug mostly likely your doctor will notice that and they will stop prescribing it and now you already have an addiction you can't function without it uh, so you're gonna start doing what we call doctor shopping uh, after some time uh, the pain the the pain if you're taking it for chronic pain it, it can also be um, misused because at some point you're gonna become tolerant to it so you will need more of it to get the same effect so it can be it has um pot- potential for misuse for abuse and for addiction the other danger for this drug is it causes respiratory depression so you can actually stop breathing when you take too much of it Uh, it also causes central nervous system depression and this is where now we're going to the common side effects and believe me i have taken this drug one time i had um I had a baby and I had a C-section and uh, this drug was recommended. And at the time, they used to give you two tablets. So two tablets of it um, every six hours. That's what the doctor told me to, to take. The first time I took it, I actually felt nausea. I felt like I was gonna faint. I felt lightheaded and I felt dizziness. And I knew it wasn't, it wasn't the best thing to do. Of course, it took care of the pain, but who wants these other side effects? So the next time I took it, I took one tablet and it was effective. And after three days, after a C-section, I did not need it. You know, if I felt a little bit of pain, I could take ibuprofen and it was effective. So that's how you're supposed to use it, but you got to be very, very careful with it because some people get addicted and um, it, it can actually cause death. And it has been known to do that. So common side effects, lightheadedness, dizziness, sedation, nausea, vomiting, constipation. Constipation is a big one with pain medication. So you don't want to take them for too long. Drowsiness. And then psychomotor impairment. This is where people start um, having um, uncoordinated movement. And you can actually fall under the influence of this drug. Now, if you're older and you fall, you could break a bone. So it's not a good, it's not a good thing. It can also cause rash um, with itching. So what does this drug do to your body? (laughs) It actually bites the pharmacy part of the drug, the pharmacological aspect of the drug. It bites various opioid receptors producing analgesia. Analgesia is pain control. You, you don't feel it. Uh, you don't feel the, your pain sensations are kind of numb. So they are not, they stop coordinating with the brain. This is how it controls the pain. So it's a symptom control drug. It does not address the root of the pain. And that's why it's not healthy to take it for chronic pain. Um, but it works pretty good, and that's why people like it. That's why it has that tendency to cause abuse, uh, misuse, and addiction tendencies. Now, what else does it do? 
it actually sedates you. <laughs> it sedates the brain. So guess what? For somebody who has anxiety, it, they can feel good. They actually feel good, you know? And that's why it causes that, you know, addiction, abuse, and misuse tendencies. Um, but now the problem is it also disrupts the, the, the nervous system, the pathway between your senses and your brain. And that's how the sedation happens. So that's how it works. It's an opioid, opioid, I keep mispronouncing opioid. It's actually an opioid agonist. That means it kind of has the, that tendency to make you feel better. Loss of sensation of pain. Now, if you have chronic pain, uh, chronic pain is not biological. Mm, no, because it's not supposed to happen like that. You are supposed to resolve pain. But if you have chronic pain, something else is causing the pain. And that's what I would like to discuss with you. So if you have chronic pain, feel free to get in touch. And at the end of this podcast, I will give you my contacts. Now, let's talk about adverse Serious adverse reactions. This is where you have to be careful with this drug because it can cause some major problems in the body. I talked a little bit about respiratory depression. It can uh, cause you to stop breathing, especially if you take it and you fall asleep because that's what tends to happen. You know, any drug that will sedate you, it will also cause you to feel sleeping. So some people can stop breathing in their sleep. It causes central sleep apnea. That means it's actually working on the brain. It's sedating your brain, and that's not a good thing. Um, it causes central nervous system depression. And th- the central nervous system depression is the part that will cause the respiratory depression. You know, you start breathing. Um, it lowers your blood pressure, and it can also cause constipation because things are not working as good as they're supposed to. So it can actually lower your blood pressure to um, very severe low levels, and that's not a good thing. It can cause liver toxicity. That means it can poison your liver. It can cause uh, blood problems, um, your blood cells, um, your bone marrow can be depressed, and it can stop producing uh, blood cells like um, uh, thrombocytopenia, it causes that, which is a part of the clotting factor. It causes uh, allergic reaction, and it, the allergic reactions can be very severe, anaphylaxis reaction, which is a medical emergency. It can cause skin rashes, it can cause adrenal insufficiency. If you have adrenal insufficiency, you're going to feel very, very tired. Uh, that's not a very good thing to happen. And uh, you will feel tired as if you will be like a car without gas. You know, a car without gas cannot move. Uh, it also causes opioid-induced uh, androgen deficiency with long-term use. So that's another hormone. Usually this hormone is very prominent in men. Um, but it can actually be found even in women, but it's more prominent in men. Androgen deficiency. It can cause seizures. According to medical research, it can cause seizures. But I've always said uh, a drug should not cause seizures unless there's another problem. And that will be a discussion for another day. Because once you 
understand how seizures happen. Uh, seizures happen because uh, electrical currents in the brain are disorganized. Usually a drug should not be doing that. It absolutely should not be doing that. So something else is going on. Perhaps because your brain is sedated, it can allow something else to come in. So um, if you know the law of vibration, you will understand that it's now possible for a drug to cause a seizure. And if you see it happening after taking a drug, it means that your brain is being sedated and something else is allowed to come in from a different dimension. All right. It can cause um, nephropathy with chronic use. That means it can affect your kidneys. It can cause dependency and abuse that can be severe to a point that, you know, people start stealing or buying um, drugs off the street and there's a tendency if you get into that there's a tendency to buy poison and you can actually die from you know buying um, drugs in the street this um, addiction is not a good thing to have because then you lose control you lose control when you when you have a dependency or an addiction to something um it can also cause uh, serious problems if, after long-term use, if it's abruptly stopped. So withdrawal symptoms can happen if suddenly the drug is discontinued. So you got to be careful with that. You always have to make sure that you are under the care of a doctor when uh, you are taking this medication. And if your doctor is refusing to prescribe it to you because of the addictive tendency, please take that as a positive thing. Your doctor loves you and they will not want you to be addicted to this drug. Um, it can also cause some uh, other reactions that are not, uh, that, that are kind of um, counterproductive to what you're trying to do. Uh, one of the counterproductive reactions from this drug is opioid-induced hyperalgesia. Now, remember, you're taking this drug to cure pain. There is uh, uh, something that can happen in your body because it's working on opioid uh, receptors where you become hypersensitive to pain. Something that's not supposed to cause pain actually causes pain, like brushing your hair. When you brush your hair, you feel pain. That's not supposed to cause pain, but that is what opioid-induced hyperalgesia does. Or if somebody touches you, even with a feather, you feel pain. Imagine that. It can also cause another reaction that is called arrhodinia. Arrhodinia is having pain due to a stimulus that does nom not normally provoke pain. Like... When you lay down in your bed, if uh, maybe you have a, a partner, your spouse comes next to you and touches your skin, you feel pain. You know, those kind of um, reactions. So I hope I have said something that is beneficial. I hope I have cautioned you if you're using this drug for chronic pain to talk to your doctor and get them to start taking you off this drug. And then if they don't know how to control pain, um, you can talk to me 
and we can talk about the root cause of your pain because pain is abnormal. We are not supposed to have chronic pain. And if you're dealing with that, if you're living with that, this can be resolved. But first, you got to know what is causing it. The root cause analysis. That's what I'm good at. That's what I can help you do. So my contacts, I will start with um, my number. And I don't remember the number for my school. Um, sometimes I forget what it is because it's not a number that I use very often. But uh, it is 919-749, I believe it's 749 I'm I'm going to check it in just a minute. I will also give you my email just in case um, that number is not correct. So my email is um, totalhealthglobal, uh, totalhealthglobal1962 at gmail.com. So that is, yeah. And I think I got the number right. So I just gave you my email, totalhealthglobal1962 at gmail.com. My number is 919-749-6007. Please text me. Do not call me. And I promise to get back to you um, at some point in time, maybe within 24 hours. I can do that. And just remember... That chronic pain is abnormal and people should not be living in chronic pain. Okay, God bless you.